Welcome to the game. This is game. They should have never gave you platforms. Oh, oh, oh. What's good with y'all out there? I'm Kamal, and this is the Gab. And we on episode 20, baby. Two, zero. Uh. Let's go. We out here, baby. Episode 20. Hey, for my tubers out there, like, share, comment, subscribe, and push that notification bell for your boy so you get notified when these videos drop. And for my potters out there, I'm on Google Podcasts, I'm on Apple Podcasts, and I'm on SoundCloud. Just type in The Gab, and your boy pop up. Hey, Billboy Squad, FIFO Squad, hey, FIFO Funny Information, that's what I'm trying to get out there. Type it in down below in the comments. Woo! Let's get right into it. Jump right into the topics. First topic. Woo! Vaccinated people. Let me rephrase that. Fully vaccinated people get to not wear a mask in establishments. Yes. When I first heard that, you know the first thing I thought? How the fuck is the establishment going to know somebody fully vaccinated? Huh? How? How, Sway? I don't get it. I don't know how. Other business owners' establishment, they ain't going to know how. You're going to have a f***ing red dot on your head saying, I'm fully vaccinated. Or is it the chip, the chip in your arm? I got the first shot. I'm a, I already feel Bill Gates tracking my shit. <laughs> Yo, how do you supposed to know? How do you know? This is fucking stupid. Makes no damn sense. Just be, I'm saying be cautious until, man, the original plan. Be cautious until damn September. Everybody wear their fucking mask inside an establishment until September, which most people should be vaccinated by then. Because people are getting vaccinated. Y'all acting like niggas ain't doing it. People are doing it once they get the information. They finding out like, oh man, this shit ain't really about to harm you. That blood clot shit. It was just a couple people that caught blood clots. You know, they trying to scare motherfuckers. But hey, once people get the full information, they know what's up. They getting vaccinated. I just didn't get that. It felt like felt like niggas are moving way too damn fast. Like people in relationships, they be trying to move too goddamn fast with these relationships and shit. Relationship goals: buy me a jet, buy me the ocean. Buy me the island. Yeah, but what what are you doing? Nothing. Not a fucking thing. And niggas want to move into that hella quick. Just like this vaccine bullshit, bro. Like, just hold off. People still wear their masks in establishment. I say until September. You feel me? But, you know I had to say it, bro. You know, still, man, no matter what, man, black people still getting the short end of the fucking deal. Even with these fucking vaccines, man. Look at 30, 36% of people are fully vaccinated. But out of those 36%, 27% are black. And it ain't because they're not trying to take the vaccine. It's because they don't have the resources to go get the vaccine. The shit is not in the motherfucking neighborhoods. They don't have the right info to tell them about the fucking vaccine. It's not harmful. It's actually beneficial. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm here to tell you. Yo, black people, 
Go get that vaccine. Most of my brothers, they done got the vaccine. We talked, we had our conversations and stuff, and that convinced me to go get the vaccine. They got the vaccine. You feel me? So 27%, bro, that shit is fucking wild. Out of 36% of Americans fully vaccinated. 27%, man. Just want y'all to know, it ain't because black people don't want to get the vaccine. I'm going to say it again. It's because the lack of motherfucking resources, like usual, and the lack of information, which where I come in, give y'all the information of getting the vaccine. So let's raise that fucking number up, man. I want to raise that up. You feel me? All right. Let's get to the next topic. Whoo! Overdraft fees. Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck them. Yeah, I said it. Fuck those motherfucking overdraft fees. They fucking poo. And yes, you know who they fucking affect. Low-income families. And yes, of course, I'm, I, I know I'm tired of saying it. Y'all might be tired of listening to it. But yes, it disproportionately affect Latino people and, of course, black people, which I'm going to get into. I know y'all tired of hearing it. I know y'all tired of hearing about systematic racism. Shit, I'm tired of talking about it. But God damn it, until we get some fucking solutions, I'm going to keep talking about it. And if I got solutions, I'm going to give it out there to y'all. But with this, solution to what? It's overdraft fees. These motherfuckers be doing the bullshit. Man, yeah, they suck, man. Especially low-income households. Bruh, let me give y'all some little statistics, statistical information. In 2020, $12.4 Yes, I said motherfucking billions. God damn. Of dollars overdraft fees to low-income households. That is motherfucking wow. 12.4 billion overdraft fees? Don't the banks have a soul? Do the banks have a soul? Do y'all care? Or y'all just don't give a damn? I think y'all just don't give a damn. <laughs> y'all don't give a flying fuck about anything but them dollar dollar bills. And this is the bullshit though. You know how this bullshit? 12.4 billion in overdraft fees and these motherfuckers still get bailed out. Let that ponder in your fucking brain. But yeah, man. The average overdraft fee is usually 25 bucks. That seems minuscule, right? That don't seem like a lot. But that could be a lot to a fucking low-income household that got motherfucking hella mouths to feed and they got bit that and they drowning in motherfucking bills. That $25 go a long way. And then you gotta also think $25 to one, that's 25 bucks. Ain't a lot. But $25? And it's a million motherfuckers that got overdraft fees? Oh, yeah, that shit ad adds up. But, Miguel, it's more statistics, man. You know what I mean? All right, man. Out the 12.4 billion, 11.8 came from families that are financially vulnerable and financially coping, which basically means the people that need the money the most get penalized the most with these overdraft fees. And that's who gets hurt the motherfucking most. And it's just a fucking vicious cycle. Vicious cycle. 
Oh, I still got more stats. Is it today like a stat class? Sit. I'm the professor today. And yes, I'm the professor. They're going to motherfucking curse because y'all motherfucking grown-ups. Unless y'all teenagers. Y'all damn near grown-ups. Who gives a fine fuck? Sit your ass down and listen to these damn stats. I wish my stat teacher said that shit when I was in class. I probably would have passed my first statistic class. Got a D in that bitch. You know why? Because I wasn't fucking paying attention. The next time I tell you I got an A. Stats is easy. All it is is fucking numbers to markets. In my opinion. That's what stats is. Anyway. <laughs> oh, more stats. Oh my goodness. Alright, bruh. So, black people are two times more likely to pay overdraft fees. And Latino people are 1.4 times more likely to pay overdraft fees than they white they white counterparts. See, bruh? Damn. Even overdraft fees. Even overdraft fees, bruh. Black people and Latino people getting fucked over. Damn! Systematic racism and goddamn octopus. What's another? Dude, this motherfucker got more arms than an octopus. What's a, 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 what's, what's a ten, ten-sided thing? What's that shit called in the comments? Is it die? Is it diagram? A diagram? This shit a dioct, a dioctopus. <laughs> some of you niggas is like where are you getting your information from where are you getting your stats from i hear certain people say that to me and they ask me that i got this from forbes a reputable company a reputable fucking news source forbes is telling us this man i just wanted y'all to know that shit because it's like overdraft free fees we don't all had to deal with them most of the time they buy accident you you forget sometimes how much you have in a bank or sometimes you don't even forget how much you have in a bank. It's just that your check come on fucking Friday, but you got to pay a bill on Thursday, and you got to worry about that overdraft fee. It be shit like that. And shit is whack, man. And it just shows that, like, the people that's getting fucked over the most need the money the most, and they need to not be penalized off of bullshit like this. And the motherfuckers that's caking up, these banks get bailed out like a motherfucker. But they caking up on overdraft fees. That's just what I wanted to say, man. All right, man. You know a segment we about to get into. Oh, Lord and Lord. We about to get into the SAF segment. Oh, and we had to get into this show right here. That I binge watched last week on HBO Max. But it was originally on Comedy Central. And that is Southside. Oh, my goodness. What a show! Hand clap for Southside. Woo! Where, where are all my fucking hand clamps? Yeah! Yeah! Southside. Originally on Comedy Central, got picked up by HBO Max. They're gonna have a season two, and that's gonna be on HBO Max. They're making an HBO series, and I'm glad they is. Because this show was motherfucking hilarious! Ha! Oh! <laughs> I was fucking dying the whole time, man. Oh, my God. All right, you know, since I'm the stat teacher today, let me hit you with some statistics. IMDb gave it 7.7, and Rotten Tomatoes gave it a whopping 100%. Oh, my sweet baby black Jesus. But fuck them. 
I don't give a damn about them critics. <laughs> this came out July 24, 2019. So I'm late to the party. Sometimes when it comes to shows, I be late to it. But as long as I still see it, ain't that what matters? Uh. But look at man. Hand claps for the creator. I hope I'm saying this right. And if I'm butchering his name, I'm sorry. But I think it's pronounced Dalalo, Dialo, Riddle. Next name, Basar Salahuddin. And Sultan Salahuddin. <laughs> Big kudos to y'all, man. Good shit for creating this, man. Thank you. Thank you. Ten episodes. Ten episode series, man. Yeah, man, it's a sitcom. And it's starring Diallo and Sultan themselves. And they got, most of y'all gonna know this person, Lil Rail Howery. So that's who most people probably know in the show. I know Diallo because he's in other comedy uh, shows and movies and stuff like that. Y'all might know him too. But Lil Rail is who y'all gonna really know though, for sure. And there are many other great actors that's in here that fucking kill their role. And it's just so fucking funny and beautiful. It's like an all-black cast. And it's just, it's, it's good, man. It's like they're showing black people being comical without having to show too much of black trauma. So I fucks with it, man. It's like a splice between The Office and Reno 911. And why I say that... They have the office element because it's like they re they're working at this rent rent to own shop, and that gives the office vibe. But then the Reno nine one one vibe come from the cops, and the cops they're they're fucking funny. And the one chick she always switching her wig, and then they got the black cop. He like he like borderline Uncle Tomish, but you know he's starting to see the light, but he still have his ways. And you're like nigga, but he been singing that that song though, and it's like. He was talking to the church people. And the church of the lady was like, Are you like gospel music? What's your favorite song? And he was like, A thousand horses. And she was like, I ain't never heard of it. And before she could even say that, he was like, I can take a thousand, thousand horses to take me from God. Whoo! What a slapper. <laughs> That's not a real gospel song, but that is fucking hilarious. Or actually, let me rephrase that. That might be a gospel song. If a thousand horses is a gospel song, drop it in the comments below. I think it's a gospel song. I hope it's a gospel song. If more gospel songs are like that, boy, I'll be slapping some gospel. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this filmed in the Inglewood area of Chicago. I'm glad they're shooting it in Chicago and keeping it the Chicago theme. I fucks with that. Uh, so, like I said, it, basically two friends that graduated from community college and they, they work at a, a rent-to-own furniture shop. And they just trying to find all types of ways to be successful. That's the gist of it. But they be having such fucking funny moments, like I told you with the cop. And then, like, also funny is the, the woman cop. She mad real. And she always changing her fucking hairstyle. That shit be fucking funny as hell. Like one day she got a blonde wig, the next day she got braids, the next day she might be even wearing a damn bonnet. <laughs> what? She ain't never wore a bonnet, but y'all get the drift. <laughs> and then Rail, bro, they got Rail as a little hater out the fucking store. He always hating on the two fucking friends. They be always bickering and shit. And then one day, like, 
you know, they come in the shop. They uh, they chop one of the one of the episodes. They uh, they kicked this dude. They didn't kick him off. They asked him. He was selling popcorn uh, outside the stadium. And he was like, "Damn, this is a lucrative business. We gotta do this." So like, they got Bird caught up, and then they start using the microwaves in the rent to own shop to pop popcorn. But Rail was downstairs using the fucking shop to cut hair. And then the power went off and shit. Then them niggas start arguing and shit. And then like, you know, Rail got he went outside and kicked him out. But then like these niggas pop popcorn. Then like they made hella money. Then the next day like, oh, leave out to make some more money. No more microwaves. They're all sold out. <laughs> this nigga real buys all the fucking microwaves and put them downstairs. What a fucking asshole. But that was fucking funny. But man, that's another funny moment. Bro, there's so many funny moments in this goddamn show. Oh my god, bro. Y'all just gotta go watch it. Y'all, please go watch Southside. Please go watch this. And interact with me, bro, either on YouTube, comment down below what's your favorite moment out of Southside, what's the funniest moment that you, you saw. The funniest moment to me was that Thousand Horses. Oh, my God. That was hilarious. Or also, hit me up on IG, Kamal Johnson ENT, and let me know what the funniest moment you thought of Southside was, man. Because, man, they got plenty of funny moments, but I told you my funniest moment, and I want to hear y'all. And I recommend y'all go watch this show. Support this motherfucking show. Got an all-black cast. They all fucking funny. They all showing different aspects of fucking black people. Like, because we not all the same. We all, we all different. We all come from different walks of life. And with that being said, the only motherfucker I need to change his mindset is the one, the black cop. <laughs> That's it. Some of these niggas, that, some of this shit that they do, I'm like, all right, bro. You shouldn't have done that. But but he needs to change his mindset the most, bruh. And then him and his wife, their interaction, they adopted a fucking white kid. But they say they say a line I tell people all the time, and I'm like, hmm. I'm going to keep saying that fucking line. Fuck it. <laughs> they tell their wife something all the time. Google it. Google it. Like, one day he asked them, like, yo, what is space? They were like, use your friend Google. <laughs> I say that all the time. If it's something simplistic, where I feel like, I don't need to explain this shit, yo. Like, really? Why would I ex explain this? I'm going to tell your ass to go fucking use Google. And that's what the fuck they did. But anyway, this shit is all on HBO Max. I get this shit a motherfucking 10 out of 10. This is just, this is right up my lane of fucking comedy that I like. I love this shit, yo. And I can't wait till season two drops. Whoo, good job, y'all. Let me get y'all a hand clap. HBO Max. Y'all go check that out. Southside. Let's go. Let's go. Hell yeah. Good job, y'all. Man. Anyway, you know what time it motherfucking is. It is me time. Oh, and you know how I love my memes. <laughs> oh, let's get into the meme. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. So, plenty of y'all, right? Y'all done played video games before. Y'all done been on chats. 
Y'all done seen Instagram where people say wild shit and they have no no picture and they avatar uses blank or some stupid cartoon is on there and shit like this. Yeah. Usually when this shit happens, this is the, the motherfuckers that I imagine. And I know they're kids, but they little motherfuckers. And you'll know why, because I'm going to read to you what they said. So my partner, they got two little kids. They on the motherfucking, you know, computer, you know, talking shit. One one got the, the goofy military cut, and he smiling. He like, yeah, flamed his ass. <laughs> then we got another bro. He look like, look like a little Spanish cat. I don't know if he's Spanish or white. He could be both. But he on there looking like, nigga, what? Fuck that. And it reads, over the white kid, it says, you probably white on here. With the emoji. Bink. <laughs> Over the other kid, it says, Nigga, I'm from the rack. You the white one. <laughs> both emojis. They both black. I don't get it, but this is fucking true. I bet you this is how it is, bruh. This is how it is. Nigga, I'm from the rack. You the white one. Both these motherfuckers white, bruh. <laughs> oh my god. said man look at me i know i called them motherfuckers and i know they kids not all kids are motherfuckers but some of them little bastards is all right and this how they really be bro these little white kids saying this outlandish shit you know it you know out there turner you be doing that bullshit let me know down in the comments below if you ever receive these type of messages you feel me oh snaps bro all right man <laughs> Alright, for my potters, so they had a scene off of school days. If y'all ain't seen school days, that's a mother classic. Y'all go see that, man. School days. And they got they had the uh the one dude that was the head of the one frat and he facing off with other bruh and he was like the head of like African revolution type of ordeal. And they both staring off at each other. And they got Tisha Campbell in the background like here these niggas go again, fucking about to fight. <laughs> That's her look. But they faced off, and it says, I repeat, and it says, Kevin Samuels versus Dr. Umar. So we got the person that always say, you must be out your French toast mind versus Mr. I'll call you a coon in a motherfucking hot minute. He be saying, oh, if you... If you like white women, you a coon. If you like white rice, you a coon. Hell, if you like white paper, you a damn coon. <laughs> damn, Dr. Umar, can I like anything white? Shit. I like ranch. That's white. Should I turn that into a different color? Or are you going to call me a coon? <laughs> Oh, man. Nah, but for real, though, they had, like, a little debacle last week. I didn't really even dive into details of why they had their little debacle, but I got some free time, uh, so I'm going I'm to check it out, see what they're fighting over. But it's funny that these two motherfuckers are fighting and shit. And let me say this on record so y'all know. On wax. <laughs> on wax. 
Kevin Samuel and Dr. Umar, I don't agree with everything they fucking say. But they do bring up great points. And sometimes I wish they would dive on those points more instead of they fucking own agenda of how they be going about shit. You know what I mean? Kevin Samuels, sometimes the way he talked to black women is disgusting. I'm like, nigga, come on. But some of the black women he have on his fucking show, I'm like, yo, why the fuck did you come on here representing yourself like this? So I'm like, and then at some points Kevin Samuels be making be spot on. But some of the shit he's saying, I'm just like, bro, oh my God, this nigga ego, bro. Same with Dr. Umar. Like, he brings great points. Especially that Breakfast Club interview. He had some magnificent points. Then he be on the bullshit sometimes. I feel like his ego be getting in the way. You know what I mean? Both these niggas, man. But at the end of the day, they my black brother. And they for the betterment. Of the black community, believe it or not. So I'm rocking with these motherfuckers. Had to let that be known. Oh, snapperooskies. <laughs> so I know y'all get out there getting the vaccine shot. You feel me? I got my first dose. You feel me? I had to go to the Moderna. Couldn't get that Johnson for Johnson. Hell no. But so for my potters out there. All right. So I got the rock. It got, damn, in the comments below, if you know this other wrestler, it's not Goldberg, but it looked like Goldberg. So, I don't know who the fuck this, I forget who the fuck he is. And then at the very end, y'all remember fucking Tiger King, and so this nigga, uh, what the fuck was that nigga name? Tiger King Joe Dirt, whatever the fuck his name is, his, his boyfriend with the tattoos and shit. And it reads above him. So above the rock is Moderna. Then above uh, the Goldberg-looking Goldberg motherfucker, Pfizer. Then ab- above, uh, what the fuck is the Tiger King name? Whatever. His boyfriend, Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> that Johnson and Johnson shot weak as hell. Johnson and Johnson. And I hate to say my last name Johnson, so this makes me sad. Hey <laughs> trying to say we weak as hell. Oh, oh God. <laughs> oh man. You know what? My audience out there, give y'all send yourself a hand clap. Give yourself a hand clap. Let's go, y'all. We at the end of the show. I appreciate y'all for watching or listening, whichever one y'all doing. Once again, this is The Gap. I'm Kamal. And this is episode 20, baby. We almost legal to drink. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, episode 20. And for the tubers out there, like, share, comment, subscribe, and push that notification for your boy so you get notified for other videos that I drop. And for my potters out there, I'm on Apple Podcasts, I'm on Google Podcasts, and I'm on SoundCloud. All you got to do is type in The Gab, and I'll pop the fuck up. Booyah! Hey, man. You feel me? Be a boy squad in the building. Type that in below. Be a boy squad. Be a me bay in action. Because I'm from the Bay Area. Baby, you see it. You see the Bay Bridge. I'm out here, baby. So I'm going to represent 
Where the fuck I'm from? Uh. Then we got the we got the FIFO gang. You feel me? FIFO. I'm just splicing two words together. Funny and information. FIFO gang. What's up? Type that down below too. You feel me? Hey. On that note, I'm out of here. Peace out, y'all. No more Johnson for Johnson. That's baby lotion. A thousand horses. This was good. This was good. Ooh, yeah.